Welcome to Beyond the Scars. I am your host, Olivia. And I'm your host, Gianni Storm. This is a new- Always remember, scars show toughness, that you've been through it, and you're still standing. Make sure to join us next time for another episode of Beyond the Scars. podcast where we share real people and their stories of perseverance. Let me give a backstory on our guest, Ephraim Holly Selassie, who is actually my dad. Ephraim is over 80 years old, born in Ethiopia. He has traveled all around the world for work and school, and after traveling, he finally settled in in Washington, D.C. with his wife and children. During his time, he was never able to visit his home country until the year 2016, after being away for over 30 consecutive years. Ephraim will walk us through how it was to see his friends, his family, his firstborn son, make peace with the past, and how the trip affected him and impacted him. Okay, Mr. E, take us back to Dulles Airport. It was around 7.30 in the morning. It was cold, it was December, and it was the year 2016 you were headed on your 13 hour trip. My question is, who were you with and what were you thinking about? First, I would like to say thank you very much for giving me the opportunity uh, to share uh, my experience uh, here. And, and uh, I would like to present this to, you all, to your audience and glad to share it with American people and the world at large. Thank you. Uh, at the Dallas airport, first thing we get up there at the airport, once we pass through, you know, the uh, immigration process and uh, luggage in and everything, then we got, we had a few minutes of course until, you know, to aboard the plane. When we were walking around and I saw uh, people sitting you know, actually there are pilots and, and the crew. I couldn't believe what I was saying, what I was seeing. It was just, it was just lightning like 4th of July or something. I just <laughs> went on crazy, who are they? So I came, Ruka, Ruka, according to my daughter. And I said, you know, uh, those people, and, and she said, they are Ethiopian. I said, wow. <laughs> Uh-huh. I, because Ethiopian Airlines never seen. When I first came, yeah. Ethiopian Airlines didn't come to the United States. You used yeah. to come just to Europe, and from Europe, transfer to another plane, come, but not in the U.S. So I went up there and to uh, the pilots, asked one, uh, talk to them. I've seen the first time Ethiopians here in America, and they wouldn't believe it, but the captain came to see what he's telling you the truth. Uh, from Ethiopia, you go to Europe, and from Europe, you transfer and come to the US. So yeah. I asked them if I would like to take a picture. And one was not sure, but the captain said, Yeah, you can take you can take a picture. Let yeah. your daughter take a picture and come to us and be with us and let her take uh, your daughter taking the picture. <laughs> so I went to them, gave her the camera, and she took the picture. And this is and this is the first picture of the pirates, wow. the crew that we made us fly 
come to going to Ethiopia. The first wow. time I've seen it's gorgeous. Yeah, that we went into for um, the board the plane and uh, so you boarded the plane. You said yeah, we boarded okay. the plane. And of course, they went through the regular procedure, you know, what's better to do when you're flying and everything. And when they stop moving on the ground, something starts kicking my head, I mean, coming to my mind. Yeah. Was uh, my daughter, Rupka, uh, she wrote her uh, senior year the graduation uh, a paper on uh, probability theory. So she'll present an statistical analysis about plane accident and what the possibility they were saying. We were we've been working quite quite a bit on that maths analysis. But at at the end of her paper presentation, she she demonstrated that the plane crash is 80 to 90%. 90% of the time it happens at takeoff or landing. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Take off or landing. That's it. So her her paper came to my mind because we've been working with it. This, the guy start take off. What once once you start taking up and line, let me work for the next 10, 15 minutes. I know the deal. Once you start flying for 20 minutes, everything's gonna be okay. Because yep. that's a paper demonstration. Yes. Yep. So you yeah. kept that in mind then, so that you wouldn't be kept in mind. Uh, you start kicking in the theory and uh, after 15 minutes, I become some comfort of it. Yeah. On a flight. An easy and flight after that. Easy flight. And I, I don't know about how many hours, um, it was about eight hours, seven hours later. Then I, I see through my window some uh, the, 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 the earth. It seems something to land. Now, so, okay, dead, good. We are away with those, uh, you know, uh, the Atlantic Ocean. We are getting to Africa now. Yeah. And feel like we're getting closer to. Um, to <laughs> You're getting Ethiopia. closer to home. Yeah. We're getting home and everything. So, I know you didn't sleep on the plane and it was about 13 hours. What were, what, what were you thinking about on your plane ride? Or were you just thinking, I want to get there safely? Yeah, basically, uh, safety issues, like I, I explained earlier, I'm, I'm comfortable, you know, what flying doesn't happen to it when you're flying. But I just simply observing where people are, you know, can look at the, uh, um, you know, those hostesses that bring you, they keep you busy. When yeah. they're 13 hours flight, it's maybe about an hour, two hours. Then every hour, every other hour, you know, maybe at the most two hours. I don't think it would take that two hours. The service comes to you, what you like to eat, what you want to eat. Keeps you busy. Yes. And uh, and that that way, um, it's just like me going was like, you're not nervous, just kind of like numb. You just be not being scared. Yes. No, but numb, you know, something, something unusual is happening. You, you're expecting some high, but you don't know what the yeah. high is. Right. It's just like, it's just like, you, you're just anticipating something, you know, yeah. you know, but you just can't, can't 
put in a picture to you. I don't know what what is going to you know look like when I land there. From what right. I see, how what I've seen. So there's no way I can project saying you know I was looking forward to see so and so. You didn't know yet, right? You know yet. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, um, so my question for you, Mr. E. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yes. Did you ever think that people would have a negative opinion on the reason why you left for so long? Like, did did anything like that cross your mind as you were on the flight? No, not of that sort. Is because this is not the first time I'm going back. Yes. You know, but like earlier I said, you know, I was first came out as an international student way back in '67. You know, and yes. then when I, I finished the here graduate work and everything, then went back in '74. But but this, this time, time different. It's it, it's different. Okay. I just simply just enjoy the moment. I can't even do it. Just just go through exploration. Just yeah. take as it comes. Okay. And I'm, I like yes. So when you got off the plane, so you when you get off the plane, you land in Ethiopia. What? Yes. Who's there to greet you? What does the air smell like? Let us feel what you were feeling. Okay, I was I arrived at the airport. I was I was happy that I'm I'm in now in Ethiopia, but things are different. All you know. Soon as we went through the immigration process, and uh, and uh, I've been, you know, used to somebody's gonna come and asking me if I need help for my luggages, you know, yeah. that stuff. Like we see it here at the airport, up there is different. They just picked up my baggage and say, "This I carry it. There's no to communicate with me." Wow! And, and then you pay to one person. So it's all the same for me. I'm just simply following orders. So it was Instead unorganized. Of, it wasn't organized. They take care of everything yourself. You don't have to ask. They know what's going to be done. And uh, anybody that will come you is outside the airplane from the airport. Is mm. you have to cross the street on the parking area which separate. So to identify any kind of... Uh, uh, any kind of uh, you know terror terror activity happens or anything, yeah. they can identify it right away. Very you know, nice. Because on the airport, inside the airport, there will be only passenger, nobody else. Yeah. If you see anybody no passenger, then you stop you or whatever. I think for clear. So <laughs> they took care of our luggage and everything, and uh, and then they went across, went out the airport. I'm just simply following them. And um, and then once we got there, then people that greeting us and welcoming us were across the street from the air, you know, from the, uh, from the terminal. Yes. And then well, I went up there and then, you know, they said hi, friends, they welcome. And, uh, like, and, and uh, I was so excited. I was just like, like, <laughs> like, like, um, I, you, you, you know, like some are coming in, some I miss them, I don't know what they are, but they are relatives. Yeah. So I say, Ephraim, did you miss me? You forgot me, okay? I'm you so and so. I'm you. Oh, God. So it's like you were meeting them um, again, but you knew they were your family. Right. Okay. And now 
they're my family, but like the little one, you know, oh. it's like after, you know, so many years, they're grown up. Yeah. It's big, you know, you, you know them when they were a baby. Now they are big girls or big boys, Different. you know, on the car and uh, they start driving uh, us to, to our place of accommodation. So the country first hit me, thing is like the high rise building. Ethiopia didn't have that high rise building at this hour like that, I think. I yeah. think, what? What big, big uh, you know, <laughs> buildings and everything. Yeah. And you see, in in residential uh, areas also, I noticed uh, that the top top uh, floors are the army. Yeah. Army Navy is, is uh, uh, you know, for security reasons, like I said, the terrorism internationally, Air yeah. Force was really terrorized. So uh, even, even outside the Air Force, um, the security you, was very tight. This, be, you don't, nobody, nobody told them, I just, unless you, you know, see them or look for them, you don't know. It's, it's a residential apartment or a business apartment, but on the top oh, no. floor, you see them, you know, uh, army so when you went back to Ethiopia and you were in this, um, in like the towns, you're saying the buildings look different and the, yes. the city looked. Oh, my next question then, um, since yes. we'll get to that, is what yes. made what motivated you, um, or what made you go back after so after so long? Oh, that's, that's a very 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 good question. Uh, in fact, uh, one thing is my own daughter. She she kept telling me. That you got to see the motherland. So always seeing, you know, you got to see your motherland. That's okay next year. Okay. Every time's next year. Every time's next year. Next year, <laughs> build up to five years, five years, build up to ten years. Yeah. So she kept, she kept, she kept, she insisted that I should be able, like, I must go. You're and talking about Rubka? Rubka. Oh, so she motivated she, you. She oh. is a driving force, yeah. You have to see your motherland. <laughs> She's like, you've got to go back home. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. let's go back home. And then okay. that built up with, with the son that way I have up there. And his name is Daniel. And then his okay. father, his stepfather, is a prominent engineer. So every, everybody... Convincing is, you. Get here or not. <laughs> These people, I don't go. They probably just lift me up or take me up there. Yeah, they'll so take you there self if you yeah. didn't if you didn't go. By okay. the chain. Yeah. So we got to to the hotel and after we stayed with uh, oh met Daniel, my son. So just to let so 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 our viewers and everyone listening knows, um, Ephraim has a son from a previous marriage that was living and born in Ethiopia. So they went that amount of time that dad was away from Ethiopia was the amount of time that he was, he hadn't seen his first born child. So this, so you'll walk us through that experience too, how it was to see your son. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm very happy to share that because it's very, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Get in the house. They, Introduced me, his mother introduced me, and, and he said hi. And I said hi, and 
he he was uh, really like he's look like happy, happy, and he can't hardly pay. Or he kind of mad, but I didn't see him all this time. Didn't raise him or something. Yeah. And he he didn't he didn't he didn't, he didn't say nothing. Yeah. Don't want to say enough. After he just go away to his home. Then uh, then I say I didn't say nothing. He said then his his stepdad just said he said Abraham just slow, give him time. Yeah. Don't push it. Okay. How did that make? How did that make you feel? The way Daniel reacted, his 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 immediate yeah. reaction, or did you did yeah did did it spark any feeling inside of you? The way he reacted, or did you kind of expect him to have that reaction? Good question. Yeah, good question. Because uh, I was I wasn't mad at him to you know, talk to me because what did I do for him? Did I raise him? No. Whatever I had, I accepted. He, that's his wife. He, he, if he doesn't want to yeah. talk, if he's mad, I mean, he has a right man. Yeah. So I didn't, I, I just accept him the way he said when he, he stepped out, said, let, just let him just let flow the thing. Yeah. Let, let it go. And, and it took us about uh, two, three days. Yeah. That his mother came into his room and said, Ephraim came, all the way here is, is to see you, it's because of you he came, you know that. He just wasn't, you know, pushed himself somehow, he struggled to pull him out of his room, come in the living room, and start, we start talking about he like um, some American clothing and dress. <laughs> so we start talking about, I was gonna get him, uh, uh, Best you know, tennis shoes, Nike shoes, he like. Oh no! This, this, this open a conversation. Yeah. This actually opened a conversation. It that started it. He got to say he can start talking because he got to say what he like, what kind of uh, <laughs> you know, tennis shoes he like. So he started talking, and then I'm also talking. Yeah, we can go. What you like. So, so we start communicate yeah. because. Of this tennis shoe. I broke the ice so that you guys can yeah, Right, thank you. It's Very nice. Ice. So we kind of, so we went to a, a shopping and. Um, to, oh, you, you went know, shopping? Did you go shopping that same day? Oh, Very nice. yeah, took him. Uh, you know, that now it's the third day I'm out in Ethiopia now, you know. By that took time. him that long by that time. Okay. It took him only three days. So we went up there with his step his stepfather, me, three of us went. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> all of a sudden and next day, yeah. He opened up and he started talking and called me a friend. Oh. And then and then when we go out, Ruka and Robert, her, her husband, we all gone. Then Daniel, who's his son, he become my Attorney, he became an advocate. He said to Ruka, Why are you going so fast? You're leaving Ephraim behind. Aww. He got to wait for him. <laughs> oh, that's it. He's like becoming my bodyguard. He changed. He's changed. Aww. And he was very smart, very yeah. smart. He speaks over six languages. 
into all six languages. Self-talk. So you broke. So you broke ground with Daniel that day, and that's the picture that you're showing there. Was literally that day that the wall tore down. He was a completely different person. So that's the picture with his stepdad, Daniel, and dad. Very nice. How important do you think that was for yourself and for Daniel as well? Yes, that's that's a, that's a very good question because at the end of my presentation, um, there are two things I already wrote up. I want to uh, conclude. Yeah. Uh, my my presentation is is the second uh, my presentation with two main important things. Every human got to do, and that's just what you asked me. Although my second reason I put it is always uh, reconnect with the past. Reconnect with the past and make make whatever uh, correction you got to make. Yes. And make a good deal because regardless what every single single one of us, I'm going to leave this world. Yeah. We're not going to be here forever. So leave this world with good terms. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's Anything great that you message. have in the past, don't carry it with you. Nope. No matter what. Let it go. go and your life, let it go. That was beautiful advice. Do the best you can in all your life as a friends, relative, or professionals, everything you live in this life. And things that are not being done, do it. Yes. You're going to be complete, complete. If you want to have to go and apologize, you have to apologize. Whatever it is, leave this world in good terms. Your parents aren't alive anymore, right? Right. But they were alive when you left Ethiopia. Did you ever think that when you went back to Ethiopia that the people that aren't alive would not be alive? Did it? Did you? Did you know that that would be your final goodbye when you when you last saw them? I asked about the situation when I. Uh, when I did at the home where I grew up. Everything. Oh, yeah. You went to your childhood home, right? Yes, yes, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Well, and you walking through the door, did you, one, did the house even look the almost the way you left it, or had it changed so okay, much? Yeah. What you, you probably do when you're doing a lot of traveling, this something you, you, uh, you would experience. But I think in America, you have, you, your eyes are used to big things. Yeah, big, yeah, big, big, yep. uh, big. Big, yeah. Big hotel, people yeah. are big, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and people, and being here uh, and in the US for over like 10 years or 15 years, you, you know, first time we get shocked how big you guys are, but after a while it just becomes normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now when you go back, and you see the house, house has become like a so small to me. <laughs> you know, I mean, small. look at this guy, what you have, uh, small, too small, but uh, on those days were one of the biggest houses in the neighborhood we have. Wow. You have living room, <laughs> dining room, yeah, a, a, a bathroom, everything we have is so one of the biggest houses. Yes, and when you went back, it was like. But the smallest now here, my daughter's house up here is like, Compensate to look like a mansion, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, kind so of small, 
And uh, now all the members of um, relatives been invited. They had a lunch for me to welcome me. Something relatives to. Oh, uh, that's so sweet. Big family. You have a big and family. Big family. Yeah, most of them. They are just simply coming and, and introduce or someone who I call a niece, my uh, um, Sion. Your niece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's the one who brings in, introduced me. So I'm so is you. Was now, there anyone that you actually did know, but you didn't recognize them at all? Well, the first one, Sion herself, right <laughs> at the airport. Oh, your niece. Said, okay. My niece, I pushed her. And she said, Efren, she said, Sion, who pushed me? Oh, you forgot me or what? Yeah, because, you know, that, that, you know, 30 years, you know, when, when I left, I don't know how she was, about five years old, four years old. Wow, now she was a grown you woman. You know, so a grown woman, a big lady. Come on. This is the, and that is the place that I grew up with Joseph. Your brother, brother Joseph. Yes, my brother who died. How long did it go? About five years now, six years here in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And he was he was he was my brother, he was my friend, mm -hmm. he was my bodyguard. Joseph. He, he, he was there. He just wasn't there. I'm missing. And he wasn't there. He died here in Pennsylvania. And I'd like to uh, say thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. E, for sharing. To my son, to my son, Antonio, he called me up here, this funeral, called me like a baby, and then he goes through. And I'd like to say thank you, Antonio. And uh, So that was the, um, like that, you mentioned, uh, the change. The whole family, the neighborhood, that was a shock of my life, population boom. And I live at the capital as a population of I don't know maybe five hundred thousand, six hundred, not even six hundred thousand. Wow! Mm. Wow! Not easy. Over six million. A lot of people. Oh my! A goodness. lot of people that my what I experienced with the house and that neighborhood, I could see people see ten, twelve blocks away. Yeah. But now not even a block. Wow! All you see is. It's like heads, people said, I, I didn't know where it was. I couldn't hardly even get what the country. Um, um, huh. and, and all the streets are nothing else but shop, 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 shop. Wow. So, um, it's like, it looked to me like the only place I see on the movie, like Bombay, Calcutta. Wow. <laughs> oh this is Addis, which is Calcutta, and everybody's running. Why are you running? I'm busy. What are you doing? He didn't give me no answer what he's doing. But I'm busy. Busy doing what? Busy going nowhere fast. Well, they go fast. And they <laughs> <went fine>. <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, is, is so busy, and um, everything is so crowded. Everything in the streets on left and right. Our shop, shop, shop. And I said, what is the customer? You're everybody selling, but who are the buyers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Everybody is busy. Everybody's trying to do something. You said, who's the customer? <laughs> yeah. That's so, so funny.
Um, Mr. E, my question for you, if you were, if you were, um, if you were finished, was do you feel that God kept you healthy and able to visit Ethiopia? Um, like it was almost destiny for you to go back at that time? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, that's like a time. My family has grown, you know, and I'm getting old. Why don't I do it? You know, this one, did you get it in your official record? Oh, I didn't see. Oh, yes. Thank you. Now, when I was going through to crossing the street, I even real guys were that hour because she was there before before he years. Yes. But for me, how I'm gonna cross the street? I was so scared, so I put my hands up there. Hey, please stop! I'm coming. <laughs> I'm going to cross. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> to see that the change and to see the look at the difference, you know how much the Western world is. You know, we have all the rules and regulations and everything. Yeah. It's nice to have, and it's nice to to um, to to, uh, to enjoy the luxury of technology and um, everything what we see. But regardless of what, uh, people are more important in any community. Yep. And, and, and when people work together, when you see them, even though they are poor and you know, doesn't have a car, you have to go to the street. The one and say, well, I have a car. No, they have a respect each other. They have a way of saying, we're going to live together. We, you know, so you're going There's to more see- community, unity. Community. Was your entire trip, how long yeah. did you stay? How long were you there? Oh, we were there only for a month. Only for a month. That's a good amount. But yeah, you know, because work here and everything, you know. My yeah. daughter is working, you know, just can go on for six. next time I go, it's not going to be a month, it's going to be six months. Yeah. Okay. When you were leaving Ethiopia, um, once again, like when you were leaving again, did yes. you feel a sense of like this goodbye forever feeling? Um, because some people may not be, like you said, alive when you return or were you just filled with happiness from the experience? Oh, that's, that's really... Um, it's gonna come into is closing all my trip experience. Yes. Excitement and everything and the reality starts here. Yeah. And and some of my friends have been here in the US and also Europe, uh some are back back um, uh, back home and retired. So um we they had a welcome and all all friends and everything uh some kind of get together and, uh, and well, some of your best friends, right? That you yeah. literally yeah. from from grade school. So like seven, yeah. 60 years knowing these yeah, people. And everything. And, wow. And for some, like for instance, uh, like Dr. Kipley, I mean, he knows everybody, he knows Cynthia, he knows Antonio, um, you know, some grown up together. But I don't have uh, many friends, you know, once I start in the real world, you know, on my job, yeah, like that. You know, after you leave the job, they're gone. You finish, but but those who have been since a great school, your friendship tied together. It's like like uh, Antonio's friends. Like I tell I tell him, like yeah, you know, to me, they are his brothers. Yeah, really friends. They're his brothers. Since you know, they they've been in you know high school and everything. Like when they, they grew up together, basically. They grew up together. Yeah, everything together. 
<laughs> so and how I'm gonna leave. I have to leave, I have to go back. And one specialist took me for lunch, you know, lunch me like to say goodbye again. And, and some, you know, group, and I was gonna start crying. Start crying because I don't know if I ever see him again. Yeah. Like Johannes, since we have been since, you know, fourth grade, fifth grade, you know, and he start and I I'll, I'll start crying and he said, go, 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 go. Because he, he just can't stand it, me crying in front of him. You know, yeah. you just have to go, go, go after him, go, go. Yeah. And it's just, it's just sad. Um, um, Having to say that goodbye again, because you just don't know, like you said, you don't just, know. Yeah. When I can be back again, and when I be back again, um, um, if you hire CZM again, yes. I don't know. Is there anything about the trip that anything that we didn't maybe we didn't talk about that everyone must know? One thing surprised me was I could I haven't seen a single person that smoke. <laughs> there used to be smokers before. Really? Now you go into bars, nah, no, don't even have an ashtray where you put your cigarettes on. And it's, I haven't seen a single person on on uh, uh, on the street that smokes cigarettes. It is it is I I, I know uh, this um, uh, big campaign that smoking causes cancer, lung cancer, and, and death. The biggest one, but wow. I didn't I didn't know to say that they're wealthy. I could say, hey, you don't have cash, but you have your health. Seventies. Uh, he said, if you have uh, your health, you have everything. Yes. If you don't have your health, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. Therefore, buy Geritol. Geritol kind of vitamins. That's I have it. some. So I just bought Geritol. You, you see, that's <laughs> advertised. So that's what the advertiser said. If you have your health, you have everything. <laughs> but if that's you don't have your health, yeah. So that really kicked me when I seen it. They don't smoke. I think you have your health. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethiopian people, uh, I see them on the street, Wednesday, they're poor. But you're looking at their face, they have a pride in themselves. Yes. They have kind of respect into themselves. Yes. And, <laughs> and that, is, that is, they have something more than what money buys. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and that's to be said, and that's very interesting. Um, yeah. And I know this is about you, but I've never been to Ethiopia, and I, I've only had very few Ethiopian friends growing up. So just yeah. to know a little bit about how you said the before and now the after of Ethiopia is very interesting. It's very interesting. And the people and, and the characters that um, Ethiopians are and have is beautiful. Like it, it seems like the the wealth and the richness come from the people and not the stuff that we have. They have. Right, right. Thank you. That Thank is you. basically two things I'd like to share to you and um, to the audience, American people, <laughs> and also to the world at large. Is um, where you have your children, where you 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 raise your children. Make them grow and be from baby to the manhood. 
and share with them and life with them, with them is what your home is. Uh, no, yeah. where you're born, it's your home. Where your family is. Where your family is and your home. Thank you. That's, That's a great message. The number one thing, you know, this is a good example. Like we have, have seen it like in Afghanistan, Afghanistan just you know, a few weeks ago. So when they all America can leave Afghanistan, and they're free right back home. But there are hundreds, maybe thousands that choose to stay. Who staying there because they may have children. Wow. May build up a family. So where you born was one issue. It's up to the Census Bureau to keep records or give you some IDs for a passport. Where you your home is where your children are, where they go. That's your home. Second thing uh, is uh, to share with you uh, is, um, you know, God has blessed me with a great family and with age. And on top of that, with health. This doctor took all my half of my medicine. He said, don't need this medicine no more. And he supposed to add any medicine when the person getting old, you know, taking away the medicine. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need this. Good. I'm doing good. So I told him, okay, all your job is until I hit 100. When I hit 100, you won't have no job. I want to go see. <laughs> and, and before that happens, no matter what, I'm going to, I want to leave, and I'm already doing it. I'm living with good terms. Everything yeah. so good. I connected to, you know, uh, Daniel and connected to where, where uh, I grew up and everything that makes it my life complete. And I would like to say thank you to you for your uh, show, give me the opportunity to share this. And thank you to all members of the crew. Of the, um, and of course, I want to say um, thank you for uh, um, to Antonio. Um, uh, thank you for Solomon. And thank you for Turka. Thank you to Danny and Ababa. Thank you for, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, the first son, Cynthia's first son. Um, so all this, including Cynthia, that's her major choice, what she wants. She wants to go into the right. So I like, uh, it's a good time. And uh, I'm, I'm concluding my presentation. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mr. E. I love him. Can I say that? Can I say that? Yeah, okay, you him. can say it, but he still belongs to me. No! <laughs> <laughs> Always remember, scars show toughness, that you've been through it, and you're still standing. Make sure to join us next time for another episode of Beyond the Scars.